So welcome back uh, to the Hunting RJ podcast. Um, this is episode eight, I believe, and our second soccer episode that we're filming. Uh, this is wait. Let me just let me just actually. You know what? I'm gonna start again because I'm in gallery view, or I'm not in gallery view. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's way better. Fucking okay. Welcome back. Uh, this is episode eight, I believe, of the Hunting RJ podcast. And our second episode talking about footy. Um, we're bringing back the guests that we had on last time, Maddie and Evan. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, yeah, so we're going to dive right into this one. Um, kind of a short intro, but not much to be explained. We've still got the quality guests and we're, 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 we're heading in right into the Champions League ties that are going to be happening tomorrow or today, whenever you're going to be watching this. Um, we're filming it on the Monday, though. So we're starting off. Um, with the games tomorrow, uh, looking forward, I think the games tomorrow start with Liverpool, Real Madrid. Oh, it's the opposite. It's Chelsea, Porto, and Bayern PSG. Oh, those are tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. True. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about Chelsea, Porto. Um, Maddie, what was your? Did you watch the first leg? And what was your thoughts on the first leg? I, I, I saw the highlights. I was doing tests while it was on, so I didn't watch the whole thing. But it. Uh... It kind of looked like Chelsea. Chelsea did their job. They were clinical. They, uh, you know, 2-0 away from home. They should be cruising through at this point. But, yeah, Porto did look a little dangerous from time to time. But the fact that they might need three away goals is, I, I don't know. I don't see much chance for them, honestly. Yeah, I think. They did exactly what they needed to do in the first leg there. So, they should yeah, be able to wrap it. this one up. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I'm a Chelsea fan. I think it's over. But after watching, like, most of the game, Porto did kind of look better than us, and they didn't have their two best players. So it might be a little sketchy, but as long as we don't let in five like we did to West Brom, we'll be fine. I think yeah. this is over. As long as it's not West Brom on Wednesday, I think you're fine. Start tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. We're playing Porto, not West Brom, so I feel like we should be okay. Yeah. I mean, they looked scary. Like, like Porto did look scary at times, but they didn't really produce anything like in terms of clinical chances. I think Chelsea had a lot more like quality chances, and they were able to put those away. But yeah, like that late goal from Ben Chilwell, I think definitely sealed the deal in the tie. Um, yeah, Porto's going to need to score two at Stamford Bridge. It's going to be tough. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think Chelsea did exactly what they were meant to do. Um, what we all kind of expected them to do. Like looking back at our predictions, I think we all predicted a pretty low scoring tie, but Chelsea um, winning pretty comfortably. So that kind of goes well. That's probably one of the only correct predictions yeah. we had as a, as a unit last time. But Captain one Bayern Munich. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get into that one right now. Um, I think my prediction was what, 7 2 Bayern Munich? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I might, I, I don't know, I might not be too far off after the second leg. We'll see. If, if Bayern absolutely batters them in the second leg. But, like, if you look at the, the, the chances and the um, – I think my logic was pretty spot on. Like, Bayern had 31 shots to PSG 6, um, 12 shots on target. I think 72% possession all over PSG. Um, but, obviously, the main difference was just the end product. Um, PSG had the two best attackers in that game, and it was, it was evident – with Neymar getting two assists and Mbappe getting the two goals. But do you guys see Bayern um, kind of turning this tie around and, and winning, um, either getting those two goals or getting those – they need, like, a lot of – they need at least three. They're, I thought they were shocking defensively. 
Yeah, yeah. And they've kind of been that all season, but I think PSG's gonna go through, to be honest. Really? Neymar and Buffett like they did last game. They probably will go through. Without Lewandowski, they just have no like no target man. Like Chupa Moten played for Stoke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Chris Brunt. Score nice Chris sorry, uh Chris Wood for Burnley. He's like the French Chris Wood or whatever. <laughs> I think Bayern keeping a clean sheet, honestly. I think PSG's yeah, yeah. one. And then they're, they're going to need to come up with three at that point. And without Lewandowski, that, that could be a little tough. Yeah, that's true. Know, it, it's still, it could go either way. I mean, if Bayern yeah. get a quick one, then. then such a good, it was such a good game, though, that first leg. Yeah. yeah, I think the second one might even be better because <laughs> Bayern's just going to have to go all for it. So, PSG gets the counter. Yeah, yeah, it's going to yeah. be good. I don't know. I, yeah. I think PSG goes through as well, though. I think they'll uh, they'll hold yeah. out. They might lose two one and go through on away goals. But I think they'll uh, they'll get through the next round. Yeah, yeah. I think this um, out of the three out of the four ties um, of teams that are down right now, I think Bayern definitely has by far the best chance of turning their tie around. Um, yeah. Obviously, the City Dortmund one. Was we'll talk about that one next. Pure robbery, I want to say. Oh, that was rubbish. That, I couldn't believe that. An absolute shocked. joke. Absolutely. Like, shocked. imagine putting in like that type of performance against the best team in world football right now, and just getting absolutely robbed by the refs. Um, like that should be two-two going into going into Dortmund, but the VAR the game is ruined. Honestly, VAR has ruined footy. There's no reason for the ref to blow that whistle before the ball goes in the net. Like, if we have VAR, then use it. Like, let the guy score and look it over. And it's not a foul. It's clearly not a foul if he looks it over. Like, uh, yeah. Another thing I don't understand is why they why don't the linesman just call the offside when they see it? Like, I hate when they call it like way after the play. Like, if it's obvious, just call it. And like yeah. some of the, like a lot of the decisions the linesmen are just leaving. And then they're calling it like they're hundred percent sure after uh, after the play has happened. Like it makes no sense. Yeah, it's twenty it's years. Just like the uh, the Bellingham goal because he goes in, scores, but like the ref blows up right before, and there's literally no foul whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. No, it it's makes been, like, twenty years calling it right away, like perfecting what they do, and then as soon as there's VAR, it's like they don't trust themselves anymore, and they won't. It's, it's like there's no need for refs. Like, like yeah, it's yeah, just so dumb. Yeah, you even see it. You saw that with that the Man U um, Tottenham game on the weekend. That was wow. come on, that, that, was, was, that was shocking. That was one of the worst decisions I've seen this season. Yeah, it, there was tons this weekend too, offsides and everything. It was the like, Wolves offside or something. The Liverpool, the Liverpool offside. That was like literally a centimeter offside. Like you gotta just let that go. Like they don't do that in any other league except for the Premier League. Yeah, no, the offside. lines crap. It's just, it's, just yeah. it's like embarrassing almost. It's ruining the game. And all the good players are saying, like, Salah came out and was just like, yeah, like, VAR just sucks. And then, like, yeah, you yeah. can't celebrate goals anymore because you just, you have the feeling they're going to get overturned every time yeah. you celebrate. So it just, it takes all the excitement out of it. Yeah. And I mean, thing, yeah. go on, sir. I think, I think there is a spot for VAR. But I don't think it needs to be to this extent. I think it needs to be like a clear and obvious foul or or decision. If it's like a if it's like a small foul or like like for example, like if you see a handball in the box and the ref completely misses it, play goes on. That's just an unfair play that happened. You need to award a penalty there. 
or if it's a trip um, that, 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 that was like super influential, it needs to, it needs to be called back. But like these little calls that happen four or five passes before a goal, um, like it, it just makes no sense to me. And I think that that's kind of where you, you need to draw a line um, somewhere and yeah. it, it, the line is just way too far to, to automation right now. And I think I agree. Really no way to go back. But yeah, no, let's talk about the last game we have here. Um, Liverpool, Real Madrid. We all, I think, predicted Liverpool to win yeah. uh, this tie on aggregate. We kind of uh, underrated a Real Madrid side that technically looked a lot better than Liverpool in that game. They were so um, much better. It was tactically, a lot better. I, was sick. Well. I felt, felt like throwing up after about 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was watch. They were better in every aspect of that game. Uh, Nat Phillips doesn't deserve to be anywhere near a, uh, the Bernabeu. Like, like this, that, like the fact that Nat Phillips was playing in the Champions League against Real Madrid just doesn't make sense to me. Um, <laughs> but, but no, like I mean, the difference in quality. Their midfield was just making our midfield look so silly all game. Um, it was just, it, it was, it was tough to watch. Ev, what did you see from that? I don't know. I mean, like. Going back on the Nat Phillips point, I think he's like very good in the air. Like one of the best headers of the ball I've oh. seen in a long time. Like he wins every single header, but his positional sense and I don't know. I don't think he's quick enough. Like I think he's like he's good for now, and he'll be a good backup option. Yeah. But like for him and Kabak to be playing against Madrid, like I think Kabak's actually pretty good. But for those two, yeah, <coughs> playing against Madrid. It's just like it doesn't make sense. You could tell they never communicate like with each other, like never like yeah. know where the other person is. Like it's just so blind the way that they're yeah. defending. And I don't know. I just think like the class and experience of Cruz Modric, just like it was too much. And like the the decision to put Kata on, I actually didn't even like think it was a bad idea. I like to, for some reason I didn't process that Tiago wasn't on. But like what a shocking decision in my opinion. He was shit. Like he was so bad. Yeah. Maddie, any any chance Liverpool turns us around? I I don't I don't personally see it. Honestly, I think Real Madrid in this position and with Liverpool having no centre back should be pretty good to sit back, <laughs> counter, grab at least one goal, and then from there Liverpool is going to be in big big trouble. Yeah, so I, I really yeah. I don't see I don't, it. See, I don't see it. I I don't have any like no, it doesn't make sense. Not this time. I mean, yeah, I mean, I I think I honestly I genuinely think this a different story if. Anfield is full, um, and we get the atmosphere there because uh, you know you know what happens um, yeah. second leg Liverpool uh, <laughs> usually over the yeah. last few years been, been pretty pretty nice to us, but um, yeah no and, and and I think the main point that I want to kind of get across from this that, that I kind of saw from this Liverpool side what they're really lacking was. I want to say Jordan Henderson. I mean, he he is really the heart of that team. And when he when he comes out of that team, they don't look like they're motivated by anything. Like you can see when he's on the pitch, he's the vocal leader, the emotional leader. He's bringing the ball up. He's even even when he was playing center back, like he was just being that being that rock that that Liverpool really needed in a game that they were completely outclassed, completely yeah. outplayed. And I really thought that the the finishing of of Salah, Mane, and Jota would have would have brought them through ultimately, but hopefully that happens in the second leg. Firmino scored a nice goal on the weekend. He's hit a, a little a little bit of form, so I'd like to see him start and maybe bring Jota off the bench in the second leg. 
disallowed goal though. Oh, yeah. Sorry, disallowed goal. But but um, but yeah, no. You need a lot to happen. You need a lot to go your way to get out of this. Yeah, no. For and sure. I think Real scored. And Mane has been crap recently. Like, oh my yeah. god, shocking. Yeah. A lot, a lot needs to go right for Liverpool. And speaking of a lot needing to go right for Liverpool, we're gonna kind of talk about the the top four race in the Premier League. Um, I think it, it's fair to say that City is is going to be one, um, and it, it's not going to be close. I, I know that there's like a, a outside chance for United to win the league, but City is like dropping. Like, City lose at least three more games yeah. and United win out, but they're not losing three more games. Yeah. yeah, no, but I think, but I think it's fair to say that United is firmly in a Champions League spot. The other two might be up for grabs, though. Um, I think West Ham and Leicester are sitting in those spots as of right now. Obviously, Chelsea and Liverpool right on their tails, though. Um, Maddie, who do you see as being kind of the top four in the Premier League um, when it's when it's said and done? I think, well, yeah, I think City's going to win it. United's going to come second. I think those two yeah. spots. Yeah, those are locked in. Yeah. Um, I do think West Ham's going to qualify. I, I think they're going to reach in the top four. I'd be more worried if I was a Leicester fan, to be honest. Yeah. Because I think Chelsea is going to come up and grab a spot as well. And yeah. well, it's kind of tough because they might be focusing a bit more on Champions League if they get into the semis. But I think out of the teams competing, they're in the best form right now. Um, so I could see it being uh, City United, Chelsea, and then West Ham in that fourth spot. But I don't know. Liverpool's could end up winning out as well if they hit a good run of form. And at that point, West Ham can't drop another point, which might be a little tough. But uh, the big decider will be West Ham, Chelsea in two weeks. We from a yeah, Chelsea side, we played West Ham and Leicester still. We play Leicester the second last game game of the season. Yeah, that might be Liverpool the easiest run. In, uh, run yeah, in sure. we have Chelsea. Oh, yeah. I think we have like we have Fulham. Uh, Brighton, West Ham, City still, like Arsenal, Leicester, Villa. So we got a tough run. Um, yeah. But we are playing well, so I think we might sneak in and grab one as long as we beat either Leicester or West Ham. But any good games. Yeah. I think Leicester will drop out. I think – I think Chelsea will get in. I think like they've been very good, like like very good watching them. Like defensively, like their structure after two came has been like amazing. And um, I think the last spots either between West Ham or Liverpool. I don't see lesser. Brendan Rodgers is too much of a bottler. Yeah. <laughs> he bottles everything. Last year he had a, they were thirteen points ahead of United um, in January. I'm pretty sure like something insane, and then somehow he blew up. Yeah, it was uh, it was coming back from the break. They had like some huge lead on us, and then season we beat them. Bottle the league, bottle Champions League places. What do you see, Aiden? Yeah, that's fair. I I think uh, so. So so, Ev, you think that West Ham stays in the spot? Um, no, I think I think it's between West Ham and Liverpool for fourth, and I think Chelsea will come third. I think Leicester will come like fifth or sixth. Fair. Yeah, I don't think Leicester have enough depth. I think that they had too too many injuries and stuff. Yeah, they're kind of getting back to fitness, but I just don't see. Like, I just think they'll blow up somehow. Yeah, no, I, I I'm kind of kind of on your wavelength. I think it goes City, United, Chelsea, one, two, three, yeah. and then 
yeah, that game on the weekend between West Ham and Leicester was massive um, for for West Ham to get those three points. Yeah. But yeah. but yeah, oh, guard, though, my gosh, yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, no, I think between West Ham and and Liverpool, I, I don't see Liverpool dropping too many more points. I don't want to jinx it, but they got obviously that game against United. But other than that, um, pretty comfortable ties. Um, so I, and and let's and hope like let's see if they if they get knocked out of the Champions League, they might just be focusing on on getting back into the competition for next year. So <clears throat> yeah, hopefully hopefully yeah, we hit a little bit of form and and don't have to rotate as much after that position as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, but I think. I think I'll, I'll say that Liverpool comes fourth just because I want to represent. Yeah, I, I want to see it. I'd be so happy with the, with everything that's happened this season, just fourth place. Like, I don't care what happens in the Champions League. Just yeah. Come. Yeah. Yeah. No. So let's, let's talk post um, post season. We're going to talk about the, the euros for the first time on the pod. Um, and more specifically England's 23 man team. And then, and then kind of who we, who we want to see starting and playing um, on that team. As of right now, actually, um, believe it or not, England is the odds-on favorite to win the Euros. I couldn't believe it. No, I I could, that, okay, there's all England fights. Everyone's like, oh my yeah. God, everyone's going to be good. I mean, I think it's valid. Um, if you look at who France, Portugal, and Germany have in their group, True. it's each other. They no, have each other. Yeah. <laughs> So I think so. I'm more qualified to manage England than Southgate. I think he's one of the worst managers I've ever seen. Oh uh, no, I, I I can't see Southgate being the guy to bring England to Euros. Like if they if they don't win or at least make it to the finals this year, like that he's gone. In my opinion, he should be gone. Their yeah. team is they have so much depth on this on this side. Um, if he plays five at the back, I don't I don't. He, that's that would be a horrible decision. The amount uh, of- I understand his decision making is just, just yeah no sense. Yeah, so let's let's get into our um, twenty-three man rosters. Um, we'll start first with our with our goal our goalkeepers. I think this is pretty straightforward. There's kind of three standout ones here. Maddie, do you want to do you want to say who you have for your your three? Yeah, I, I think it's it's a pretty pretty easy three that he'll bring. It's going to be Dean Henderson, Jordan Pickford, and Nick Pope, in my opinion. Yeah, that, those are the three that I would bring with them. Yeah. Yeah, that's like no, I don't think that's up for debate, really. Yeah, Other than Sam Johnston, he's not like he doesn't have any experience at that level. So yeah, yeah. I, think, I think those will be the three. They're, they've been the three he's been bringing all qualifying, and I don't see why he'd switch it up. Who starts out of them though is a little yeah. bit more interesting. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later as well. Um, but yeah, that one um, is pretty straightforward. Now to the def- defend defenders. Um, I took eight. Um, I don't know how many of those took, but yeah, I'll, I'll read off my eight right now. Yeah. I have um, Trent, Reese yes. James, yeah. uh, uh, Luke Shaw, and Ben Chilwell. Yeah. I have Tyrone Mings, um, Kyle Walker, John Stones, and Harry Maguire as my eight. Okay. I have so, Cody instead of Walker. Yeah, so I was thinking maybe we take another center back in case um, three center backs is a little sketchy to take to a tournament. I also have three right backs. I mean, if if, if they want to play five at the back, obviously Walker can slot into that center back role as well. But yeah, I, I was going to take either Connor Cody or Kyle Walker with that eighth spot. 
but I think Kyle Walker with his experience at the, at the national level well, edged it for me. Yeah, I agree with that. I left, uh, I left Mings at home and took Cody instead of him. I'm okay. not quite a big fan of Connor Cody. I like him. I mean, it could go either way. They're similar players and hopefully neither have to start. Hopefully yeah. it's just two center backs and it's McGuire and stones, but I think as a backup center back, he's probably the best. And then I took the three right backs of Trent Walker and Reese James, just because Walker can kind of play both. He can go out wide if we need more defensive coverage, or he can slot in a center back if uh, something happens with them. So I yeah. feel like he's a good player to have in the squad. Yeah. I don't think you'll take Trent, to be honest. <laughs> oh, no, this is this is who you would take, F. Oh, yeah, I know. but Okay, but... Um... I would say I'd probably agree with all of those, like Mings, Maguire, Stones. I would take Mings, Maguire, Stones, and Cody, like all four center backs, and then Chilwell and Luke Shaw. And then I think he's going to take like Trippier and Walker. Oh, because yeah. he, he loves Trippier. He does like Trippier. Yeah. Uh, uh, and like he, Trippier does play for Atletico, like a very defensive team, and like they don't let him any goals. I think he's like, just because he's not in the Premier League, he doesn't get nearly as much coverage as a lot of the other English right backs do. But I actually, I actually do think he's a pretty good player, but I also think Southgate like has a bit of bias over Trippier. Yeah. No, great set. So, uh, sorry, set piece delivery as well. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I just think after him not picking Trent saying it was on bad form, like there's other players in that team that were on bad form that got picked. So yeah, I think he's just, that's just an excuse just because he doesn't like his defensive work, which, you know, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Um, okay, let's let's move on to to midfield. I have um, Declan Rice, uh, Jordan Henderson, Mason Mount, Phil Foden, and then two that might be on the bubble, but I'm taking them just because I, I want more center midfielders just in case like Henderson or, or Rice get injured. I have Calvin Phillips and James Ward Prowse as well. Yeah, mm. um, those are, are my. You counting, are you counting Grealish as a forward? I have Grealish in the midfield. I I, I had um, I have Grealish as a forward. Okay. Yeah, I, I had to move him up to a forward because he's going to be playing in my front. Three. Yeah. So yeah, but but yeah, those are my six. Um, what 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 changes would you make? Uh, I've got the uh, pretty much same as well. I didn't take James Ward Prowse. I've got Grealish as one of the midfielders in it instead. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think I think Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips as the two defensive-minded midfielders are, are going to be pretty locked in. They're the two best, and yeah, Eric Dyer is an interesting one. He has played for England in quite a few competitions recently, but yeah. I think with Declan Rice coming up, he's going to lose his spot out to him, which I'm not mad about. I think Rice is a little better. Yeah, yeah um, that's another thing actually. The fact that Southgate's picking Eric Dyer, he's been like abysmal. In, in this season, yeah. in my opinion, like for Spurs, terrible. Yeah. He's rubbish every game, and, and then he picks him for England, but he doesn't pick Trent. And Trent played bad for like I don't know, a month. Yeah. yeah, Dyer doesn't even get a start anymore. Dyer is terrible. Hoiberg or whatever over at Spurs. Yeah. So I, I don't see how he could bring him to the to the tournament. He's bringing yeah. him this year. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I know for sure. Um, another player I want to bring up is James Madison. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's going to – I think he's going to be fit by by then. Or he's fit now, isn't he? I think he's he is. Like coming um, back into it kind of. He's yeah. coming back, yeah. But, but, I mean, none of us mentioned him. I originally – when I made – I made a, a squad, I think, a few weeks ago, and I had him in there over, like, the likes of Mason Mount 
I thought he like he was when he was hitting that form, he was great. I just think there's way too many players that play his position. Mason Mount, Phil Foden, um, Jack Grealish, even to name a few that are just a tad better than him, which sucks because I think he gets in most national teams. Yeah. Um, just the the depth and quality of these attacking midfielders that that England has is is crazy. But no, yeah, I think he he's a tough one to bring along. There's just yeah, like you said, just too many players in that position. And I think you've got to you got to give Foden his first international tournament over playing James Madison, who's probably like 27, 28. Yeah. Uh, another one as well that I was thinking, even Jesse Lingard with the form yeah. he's in could yeah. be in with a shout. I didn't include him, but I really wanted to. <laughs> just because <laughs> again, too. I was gonna actually include him for him. Yeah. Yeah, he's just I mean, it's hard to deny what the guy's doing at the moment. He's got the most goals in the Premier League since he moved to West Ham, so yeah, I can see him sneaking ahead. I just don't know ahead of who. Maybe, maybe Grealish. Maybe they don't even bring Foden, but I think that would be a mistake. It would just—I don't know what they'll decide, but I think yeah. he's definitely in with a shout. He's Southgate will yeah. be thinking about him. No, he currently he's playing like prime R nine, and it's, <laughs> it's insane. Like, I mean, the guy is on in in insane form. I'm glad he's getting the chance to play at West Ham and, and like play. Hopefully, play. Um, is his loan? up at the end of the season do you yeah know? it's just a six-month loan and there was no uh, no added option at the end so he's just going to be sold to the highest bidder so oh, I'm probably gonna have to pay quite a bit of cash for him or get like some kind of deal involved with Declan Rice so I don't know but I'm hoping he heads back to West Ham because he's you know he's playing well there he's happy there it's it seems yeah. like the best place for him I want to quickly justify my my James Ward-Prowse edition just because I know you guys probably didn't have him I think he's just someone who, like, if you're if you're drawn or or you're you're down a goal, um, and maybe like the quarterfinals, the seventy eighth minute, he's someone you can bring on. And like, if there's a set piece around the box, I need to just have him on it. Like, if there's if you ha- he's the best set piece taker in world football, I think. Like, in terms of in terms of free kicks right up right in and around the box like not not delivery per se but just like if i need someone to score score a free kick i would take him over messi i would take james (laughs) i would i'm just saying i I, I don't know i have the numbers in front of me but i think they like every time he's on a free kick it's either going in or it's super close so i'm like yeah no I, i just needed to bring him but but yeah no let's Okay, let's move on to the to the forwards. This is possibly the toughest one. Uh, so many options. Yeah. Um, who want Matt? You want to start? Yeah. Well, I've got. I think there's four that are for sure, and I think it's Rashford, Kane, Sterling, Sancho. They they yeah. are all probably the four best forwards for England. They'll all be coming. Yeah. Um, for my other two, I went for uh, for Calvert Lewin as kind of a backup striker in case a disaster happens and Kane gets injured. Yeah. Um, and then I went for Mason Greenwood, just uh, not to start, but to come off the bench in like kind of the 70th, 75th minute and just yeah. give a little spark to the team. I think getting him some experience as well will be good because he's obviously going to be one of England's main guys in the future. So I think they should uh, should bring him along. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is very similar. I have Sancho, Sterling, Kane, Rashford, and then I had Grealish and Calvert-Lewin. Um, cause I didn't include him as a midfielder. So I had the exact same five and then I had Grealish in there. But again, I had Bakayo Saka as someone you could bring. Um, yeah. I had Mason Greenwood as someone you could bring. 
um, Jamie Vardy, um, somebody he retired great. from international though, hasn't he? Has he retired? Okay, retired. Uh, Danny Ings, someone Danny who's Ings is an injury. I put I put Danny Ings, Ings, Ings injury prone, a bit like glass. That's true, but yeah, no, I think Saka and Greenwood might be unlucky. Um, they might get yeah, no, I think they that they should have probably. Oh, there he is. There we go. I'm back. No, but but yeah, no, I think those. I I think you're right, Maddie. Those five seem pretty set in stone. I think Calvert Lewin at this point is also kind of cemented his spot. Yeah, I think um, he just works because he's so similar to Kane in the way he plays that yeah. even if, like they train imagining Kane's going to be there and then something terrible happens, he gets injured. They can kind of just sub Calvert Lewin in to do the same job that they've been training for. Just not no, exactly. That was that was exactly my thought process as well. Like he gives you the exact same, like like pretty much like ninety percent of what Harry Kane gives you. Maybe not ninety percent, but like and that, that last pick's going to be you know, whoever's, they're likely going to be on the bench no matter what. So it's just going to be whoever he thinks is going to come off the bench and make the biggest impact. In my opinion, it's Greenwood, but I could, I could see Saka as well, or Grealish if he counts him as an attacker, probably yeah. even higher than Mason right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. So, so let's get into um, our starting 11, who we think is going to start um, for this team. Uh, I'll, I, I'll go through my, my lineup first, and then we'll see how much your guys is, um, is different or where you want to make change goalie and defense. And then yeah, I'll I'll go goalie and defense first. So I have, I have Nick Pope starting in net just ahead of, of Dean Henderson. Um, And then I have Maguire stones, Reese James, Luke Shaw um, as my back four. I think, I think Reese James gets the start over Trent. I just think I trust him more, um, less holes in his game. And Luke Shaw just on just off this season been better than, than Chilwell, who I probably would have started a few months ago as well. Um, but but Luke Shaw these last few months has been has been so amazing. good, yeah. So so yeah, no, that that would be my back five. Um, any different? Yeah. For me, I went for um, I'm starting Dean Henderson. I think Nick Pope yeah. and Henderson are pretty similar level. But yeah. Henderson's been United's number one for the past few weeks now, which is you know a lot more pressure than playing for Burnley. So yeah. I feel like you get, you get to the England squad and you, you want a guy in there who's confident and who's done a job at a high level already. Yeah. So I, I think I'd probably lean towards Dean Henderson, but I do think he'll make a mistake sometime in the tournament that could be pretty brutal. I just <laughs> he's, he's too young and inconsistent to get through an entire tournament without one, uh, one big mistake. So we'll just see when it comes. Hopefully <laughs> it comes at a decent time. Um, and then in defense, I've gone for Shaw, Maguire, Stones, and I'm actually starting Trent. Okay. I think with Kane up front, his his crosses are pretty necessary for the team. Um, mm-hmm. And then there are all, all the other three are pretty solid defensively. Where even you know his mess when he messes up defensively, they might be able to recover for him. Uh, so that's why I don't think we really need Walker, and instead can kind of go for Trent for. Uh, you know, just crossing into Kane and playing to Kane's advantage the best we can because he's he's clearly the star of the team. Yeah. Why do people hate Maguire so much? Maguire's an easy guy to hate. I mean, you know, he's the big lad. He's a little slow. It's it's easy to point out his mistakes, but I, I think he's he's pretty solid. And if he's back there with Stones, who's got some speed on him, I think they'd be a pretty good partnership. He's quality, dude. I always see him getting memes on TikTok and stuff, though. 
Yeah. <laughs> you think you think if you were United, you're a United fan, if you could do that deal again for Maguire, how much you guys pay like eighty mil or something? Would you do it? We paid eighty mil. I think eighty mil is maybe pushing it out a little <laughs> bit, honestly. I think, I think he's a he's a fifty million pound defender at most. I think he's good. Yeah. I think, I don't think he's like like that good. I think he's like he's he's like a pretty good defender. Yeah, I, I think clumsy. Yeah, but when it's United pay and they uh they've got to pay the United tax and yeah, exactly. another fifteen, twenty million on top of it. So yeah. we just I think we had to get the deal done and we, we paid what we had to. You didn't really have a choice, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Especially buying from Leicester, they're gonna take every penny they can from us. They do good business. Yeah, and I think that going back to your point, that's why I think people are so hard on him because he had that price tag attached to him. Yeah, if he if he came in from the youth academy or something, or just yeah. came in for twenty million, fuck you, everyone would be praising how good he yeah. is. It's just yeah. they used to be eighty million for a defender that looks like him, and you know, <laughs> trash him. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I think if you put a good defender beside Maguire that compliments him, then it'd be good. Mm. He's looking, I think he's way better with Bai than with a. Yeah, absolutely. Evan, do you agree, or who who are you who are you starting at left and right back? Left back, Luke Shaw for me, no question. I think he's been unbelievably good this season, best left back in the league. Yeah. Um, right back for this season, just this season, he's been better than Robertson. Oh yeah, um, you see that right, the other day. Right back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is a tough one. Or for goalie, I, I I'm gonna go Nick Pope. Okay, yeah, but he he's not gonna be playing right back. I know. <laughs> yeah, but you guys said goalie, so I'm gonna say goalie. Um, for right back, I'm gonna go. I, I think he's going to start Trippier. I don't know why. I just think that Trippier's in the team. I think he's going to start him. He loves Trippier. You're the, you're the manager of England. Who are you playing right back on week one of the Euros? I would play like Reese James or like like Trent, but I know Southie's not going to pick Trent. Uh, <laughs> so I, it's going to have to be Trippier. I, I just I think he's only going to pick Trippier. Fair, fair, fair. Okay, so. I'm going Reese James as well, just because I'm a Chelsea fan and I've watched him a lot and I love him. I just I, I can't see Reese James. Dude, I don't think he'll start. I would put him there, but Trippier's going in. Like Southgate like has biases on some players. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Mason no. Mount's his kid. Like uh, <laughs> Mason yeah. Mount's good, Evan. Come on. I know, but like he, before like Mason Mount actually came yeah. Really yeah, like everyone was just like, Why? Yeah. Yeah. I was I was on the Mason Mount overrated um train for sure, but now I'm everyone. back on the Back on the quality train. I'm, I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing out of Mason Mount. And we'll get into the midfield uh, right now. I have a midfield. Mason, Mason Mount's the fucking Tyler hero of, of soccer. In my no, opinion. he's not. Yeah, he is. No, not, not in terms of, not in terms of, not in terms of like his rating. I think he's a quality player, but in terms of like how people view him in general, like they, he's just easy to like, you know, like he's such a little, little um, white boy that everybody likes. I don't like him at all. I don't know why. I, 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 I think, I, I don't know. I think right when he got overrated, I think um, people, he, he had a lot of more haters than Tyler Hero does. And I think in terms of quality, Tyler Hero got overrated for, for bat and, and kind of like show that he wasn't overrated. Mason Mount was overrated and continued to prove why people were rating him so high. 
Like yeah. he's a great player. I think he's lived up to the expectations. Yeah, he's been, he's been, so he's been Chelsea's best player this season, I think. And I don't think that's even a hot take. Like I think he's he has or would you start him, Aiden? Would you start so, him in the so Yeah, so my midfield four. I had a few months ago, I had Mason Mount not even on this 23-man squad. Now I have a I have a midfield four. I'm playing a um a narrow four four two. So I have Declan Rice holding. Um, Jordan Henderson and Mason Mount playing those box-to-box roles, and then Jack Grealish sitting in that number ten role. Um, I and then I have I have two guys up front. We'll talk about later, but but I think that four is kind of has a little bit of everything. It has the creativity, it has the work rate in, in Mount and Henderson, it has the dis- stability in Rice and and the ability to to play. Um, so I, I think it's well balanced. I think Grealish is a must play. I think he can be the X factor for this England team um, in a lot of ways. Just, I, I just think he has to play, but, but yeah, no, that's the four I'd go with leaving, oh. leaving Phil Foden out. Obviously was, was a tough decision. Um, but, but I think Mount has been slight ever so slightly better, um, which is why I'm going with him in that midfield. So one of Sterling and Rashford not playing. Yes. Yeah. For me, uh, I mean, back in September, I, w- I was sending Mason Mount some <clears throat> forms on how to transfer to be Scottish, just so he'd get some game time. <laughs> all of a sudden this season, I've, I've got him in the starting lineup. Yeah. I just, I don't know, it's it's hard to hard to argue against him. I wouldn't mind seeing Foden play because he's a bit interesting, but Mount just seems so solid. I, I think he has to start at least the first few games. That turn against Porto, oh my. Oh yeah, that was that was wonderful. Oh, lovely. Oh my, yeah, that, that goal is beautiful. Yeah, so I've got him in with Jordan Henderson again, just a really solid player who who knows how to lead a team. So I think uh, them together could probably do a pretty solid job. And I've got Declan Rice behind him, yeah. just one defensive midfielder. I think that's all we really need in England. I think the defense yeah. is good enough to hold their own. Yeah, but I don't think that's what Southgate will do, honestly. Yeah, no, but that's what I would do. Declan and Rice, Henderson, Mount. For me. I have that three as well, and I think I think Declan Rice. Um, and sorry, sorry, Jordan Henderson does a lot of the defensive duties as well. He, he's shown that he can can play in that holding role as well. So so I think that midfield will be fine defensively and obviously going forward as well. Um, I could have, in hindsight, um, added Grealish to my to my front three. But before we go to the front three, Zach, um, what's your what's your midfield three? Is it I have the same as Matty? I have Reese, Henderson, and Mount. Yeah. I think Mount has to play. He's just been so good. And then two solid guys. Yeah. Nice. Just, I think that should be the three. Yeah, we all have the same. I think you play the three in the midfield, and then when we go into the attackers, I don't know how you can leave Rashford, Kane, or Sterling out. Like I think those three probably have to play. Well, well, I've left left Sterling out, and I'm doing it pretty comfortably as well. Um, (laughs) I would start start Grealish and Foden. I think uh, so. So my front three, you can you can play it as a three, as two wide players, and Kane up top. Or you can play it how I would with Grealish sitting behind Rashford and Kane, um, but uh, yeah, no, I think I think Grealish starts over Sterling. I think Foden starts over Sterling. I think Jaden Sancho starts over Sterling. He just won Player of the Month in Bundesliga. I know no one watches the Bundesliga, but he's been on great form. I think he has more goal contributions than Sterling this season as well. Um, so I, I just think Sterling. He's he's a great player, but. I, I don't. I don't see him. I, I think he'll, and he will play for England. I think. I don't think there's there's a doubt in, in that. He has the experience that uh, of playing for England. 
but I don't think in terms of ability, he gets, he gets in my, my starting 11. Maddie, what do you think? Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got, I mean, Kane, obviously he's the captain. He's up front. There's no doubt about it. And I've gone for Rashford and Sterling beside him. Okay. I'm a little 50, 50 on Sterling and Sancho. I mean, yeah. I love Sancho. He's, he's like my guy. He's the one I want United to target this summer as well. But yeah. To be honest, every time I see him play for England, I'm just I don't see what he does for Dortmund. It's just it seems a little different. Yeah. And Sterling's, you know, he's proven he can do a job for England, and I think, you know, he should at least at least start a couple games, see if he can get some good form to continue, and if not, you know, Jane Sancho's a great option to come replace him and start from then on. But I think yeah, Rashford, Kane, Sterling for me is is got to be the front for three. Fair. Have you developed that front three as well, Rashford, Kane, Sterling? Or would you start Grealish or Foden? I want Foden in there. Foden off the right, Rashford off the left, and Kane up front. Yeah. I think that, but I think it won't happen. And Southgate just like... <laughs> Everything Evan says, he's like, it's not happening. Southgate's, <laughs> Southgate's just going to play like a back eight with like Kane up front. Yeah, I'll, I'll do five at the back, two defensively. Yeah, two goalies. Yeah. Just probably Henderson, and I don't know. He'll find some other guy with like yeah. No he'll bring off on it. He'll bring a streaker off from the stands. Put him in defense as well. Put himself on at midfield just to keep control. He plays the most negative football, but yeah, I think I think Foden off the right. Um, I think he's so good. Like yeah. looks like he's about five, but uh, Kane up top just because literally best striker. Well, top two striker if not the best, and then Rashford. Off the left. I think you'll probably see Rashford or Sterling like interchanging positions. Like I don't know what Southgate's gonna go with, but it'll be one of those two off the left. Yeah. Yeah. And let's talk about the 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 captaincy. Obviously, we have a few guys who are captains of their respective clubs in the in the starting eleven that we all have. Harry Maguire, Jordan Henderson, Harry Kane. Um who and I know Harry Kane is is confirmed to be the, the captain for England going into the Euros, I believe. It shouldn't um, be a center forward captain, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I I don't agree with that either. But but Maddie, who would you give the captaincy to if you were managing this England side? Um, honestly, any of the three could have it. I don't think there there would be much problem with any of them. But I would uh, I would stick with Kane. I think uh, I think he's been in the squad the longest, and you know, ever since he kind of started when he was probably twenty twenty one in that squad, he hasn't left and. I don't see a reason why they would change away from him. So I'd stick with Kane if, if I was Southgate, which I think he's decided on doing. Fair, fair. Evan, you go I'd, I'd go with Henderson uh, personally, just because Kane has never won anything in his career. Maguire has never won anything in his career. They don't know how to lead a team to a championship. Henderson does. Yeah. Henderson proven that he's a good leader. Kane's not even the captain of Spurs and Harry Maguire shouldn't be the captain of United. It shouldn't be Bruno, but. Yeah, I completely forgot that Harry Kane wasn't the captain of, of Spurs. I don't know why I said that, but it, it's Lloris. It, it's Lo- I think it's Lloris. Yeah, oh, it is Lloris. Right, right, right. Um, but I just kind of assumed it was Kane. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah, no, like again, like hasn't been a captain. He's he's captain England, but um, I think when when you look at a captain, you want them to have been there, done that at the yeah. biggest stage. And I think Henderson. Just embodies that. Um, I know you can you can argue that Kane can lead by example, but I think Henderson does that just not not obviously as well, but but well enough so that players can respect him on the field. Um, 
And obviously I think it, it's, it's easier for a captain to play in a deeper role. I think I've always kind of just thought that, that, that a, a central midfielder or a center back should be a team's captain just because they are able to, to kind of see the field in, in a, in a more open sense. I know that kind of doesn't really make sense, but no, I like that not from a captain. Um, but, but yeah, no, I'd go Hendo as well, but it's close. I mean, I, I don't think that really matters too you much. You can go wrong with any of them, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. I think I you just give Kane's I think whoever's wearing the armband is is a little irrelevant because, you know, they're still going to do what they do for their clubs. Henderson, whether they give him the armband or not, is going to be, you know, doing his usual captain roles that he does for Liverpool and telling everyone where to go. And the fact that you've got Maguire, Henderson, and Kane all playing in the same squad, I think they should be pretty organized. And you kind of have one at each level as well. Yeah. 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 Which is good. But I think what the what the actual armband does, it, it gives that hierarchy, like it's it sets that hierarchy for for a leader to be established and not for it to be up for imagination. Um, obviously, Hendo Hendo's still going to be that vocal leader, I think. But but I, I think like speaking public view though, like. It kind of does give a hierarchy, but yeah. when you have like those three, then it's kind of like no, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. And let's let's just end off um, this episode by talking about the Euros um, in general and who we think is gonna kind of the favorites and and who who we think is gonna the win the the tournament. As we mentioned earlier, kind of shocking that England. Um, is the, the betting favorite to win the tournament. That, that is, I find that absolutely insane. I had to look this morning to see who actually was the favorites. I couldn't believe England with anything. On no, no, it's, it's, just, it's just media bias. Yeah. yeah. Well, like 365 and like all of these apps are English and everyone's going to be like in England, betting England. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm I'm also going to say that when you look kind of a little bit deeper into it, it's not maybe as crazy as we, as we think. Um, like obviously we, we, we mentioned that Portugal, France and Germany are all in the same group. I think also when you look at this England side, you could argue that they're deeper than any of those three teams and they have more quality from, from one to 23 than any of those teams. Um, maybe, maybe excluding France, but you can also argue that they have the best player in the tournament coming in um you could you could make an argument for it i don't think i don't think he necessarily is but he's in maybe he's he's a top three player coming into the tournament i don't think i think for sure um and yeah i mean this this team i mean this starting lineup all of these guys are either one of the best or the best players um at at their club teams like mason mount's been chelsea's best player this season Declan Rice, you can argue, has been West Ham, one of West Ham's best players this season. Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford has been one of Man U's best players this season. Um, even the back line is having all career, um, career great seasons. So, I mean, it's, it's very easy to justify that. Obviously, you just can't from from seeing their history and and looking how they're done. And in, in yeah, we've had teams. squads with Rooney, Schools, Gerard, yeah. Lampard, and it's like you'd say, how on earth are these guys going to lose? And then yeah. You know, Lynn always finds a way. We also only watch the Premier League. Oh, yeah, I know. For sure. For sure. But, yeah. They do have a chance. They do have a chance. They I don't do. know if 6.0 to win is – I don't know if those are the good odds, but they do have a chance. That's a bit ambitious. Yeah. So, yeah, no. Who who would – I think let's, – let's, let's talk about Portugal. I yeah. think they have a, they have a good chance of, of winning the tournament. 
Portugal is my pick. That, that's who I'm going to be putting my money on. I think mm-hmm. they're the current holders. They've got yeah. Ronaldo playing in likely his last Euros. He's obviously going to want to make a mark, and I think he's going to be able to. Um, their defense, they've got Diaz and Cancelo, just in ridiculous form, who are going to keep it pretty solid back there. you got the entire Wolves team who are playing pretty well. <laughs> yeah. They're how to play together. Yeah. So that's going to be good. And then Bruno, obviously, in crazy form. And Joe Felix, I'm sure, is kind of ready to oh, I see. Yeah, put <laughs> a name for himself out there on the big stage. So Bernardo yeah, Silva. I can definitely see Portugal doing and something. And Diogo Jota. Yeah. Does, does, um, does Bernardo Silva start on this Portugal? I don't even think he starts. That's how good they are. You got Bruno, Jota, Felix, Ronaldo as your front four. Does Bernardo? Where does he cut? Where does he get into that front four? He's got to start. way to get him in, to be honest. Got to start. Bernardo Silva is so unreal, man. Aiden hates him. I, I don't hate. I, hate him. Gets in over, I don't. Um, I don't hate Bernardo Silva. I think. I think. Aiden he, thinks Bernardo Silva was worse than David. He said that like a year ago, which is the most questionable thing ever. But I don't. I don't oh, even. I've, ne- I've never watched Felix. What position does he play? Does he play ten? Or is he? Some, well, well, he plays in a front two usually, um, with Suarez. Um, but but he can play. He can play a little deeper. Um, yeah. And in in like a probably out wide as well. Like the the guy's pretty versatile. I think, I he's think Bruno's got to go in over Felix, and then I I'm gonna go Bernardo off the right, Ronaldo off the left, and then Jota up top maybe. I think Jota's gonna play off a, off a, off a wing, and. Yeah, I- I could see Ronaldo and Felix uh, playing as a front two. Yeah, I, I can see that too. Actually, I guess does a similar job with Suarez. As far as Ronaldo, similar you know styles of play. But then, but then, like. so so what are you doing? So who are you playing behind them? Well, behind it has to be Bruno. I don't think that's yeah. No, it's got to be Bruno. And then you <laughs> that makes it tough. He's gonna take <laughs> the then 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 uh, Bernardo Silva's not in the team. He's not yeah. playing any deeper than that. I don't I don't know who Portugal starts at defensive mid, but I. Wouldn't it's, be surprised if they need a couple defensive minded midfield. It's gonna be like uh Pereira, like Ruben Neves, Jean Moutinho. Um I heard um the Pereira. First two penalties against their in their opening game as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna take the first penalty for Portugal? Yeah. Well no, like he's like when that. the penalties happen because they will, but because Bruno's playing, yeah. he'll yeah. take them. Uh, I think I, I don't think anyone can take a and he'll take the other team's penalties. Imagine taking a ball off Ronaldo. I, yeah, Bruno just not handing it to him. I don't <laughs> think that would go very well. I, I just want I just want the Portugal team to start like like right when a penalty's called, it just turn into like a WWE brawl. <laughs> yeah. Bruno he'll and, take uh, the other team's penalty as well if he has to. Bruno. <laughs> yeah. No, that that'll be that'll be interesting to watch. I'm sure Ronaldo's taking those penalties. It, it, I mean, it would just be. Yeah, it. I don't think he can take it away from him. But yeah. Do everything he can to try. <laughs> Another favorite, um, France World Cup winners. Um, I think probably have the the best squad um, in the tournament. I kind of drafted a little French squad that I'm going to read. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is who I think they bring. Right. Um, and it's it's honestly the only team that I think is deeper than, than England's. Um, France's second yeah. team would probably still be like a plus twelve hundred favorite to win. <laughs> they just yeah. have a ridiculous amount of players. Yeah, no. So they no, have. These are from France, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. 
That's but like that's a, that's like a common theme with so many teams. Oh, like England, Declan Rice is just fully Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that is a common thing. Like, yeah. So, so I got. I think they're taking Loris, Mandana, Ariola as their goalies. They're taking Pavard, Ferland, Mendy, Varane, Upamecano, Longley, Kimpembe, Lucas Hernandez, Kurzawa. Then their midfield is just insane. They got Kante, Pogba, and Don Bele, Tolisso, Awar, Sissoko. So broken, dude. Griezmann, Coleman, Mbappe, Ben Yedder, Martial, Giroud. That's a great How are they going to lose? I don't know. I I can't see who beats them. Unless they just choke, there's no way. Yeah. Yeah, they're clearly the best team in it, so they're going to have to mess up to lose it. But I don't, I don't know. Like some of these guys, I don't think get into the England team. Hot take: Does does Anthony Martial get into the England team? No, no, never in a million years. <laughs> he wouldn't, not, he wouldn't get in. He wouldn't get into the U five team. He's talking. <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, no, they they'd bring him. He wouldn't start for England, but yeah, ice cold Martial, they call him. Yeah. <laughs> does does um Musa Sissoko start or or or? Go 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 with England. I don't probably, know. Probably not. But how many England players would get into that team? You'd probably take Kane. Yeah, you definitely take Kane. Maybe maybe Rashford and Sancho or Sterling. Yeah, I think every every England um, forward gets into this forward group. Potentially, I can't see Mbappe, any. is unbelievable. Yeah, well, we'll have to make like a combined. Um, XI between these two teams. We should make like a combined Euros XI. Yeah. All players. <laughs> yeah, no, we should. Do you want to do that right now? I mean, I'm done. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's, fuck it. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we've got a few, a, a few more minutes here. So we'll, we'll make a combined Euros XI. Okay, we'll start with our, our, goal, our goalkeeper. Who we got? I think, I think it's Neuer, right? I'd say probably. Yeah. Well, is, who's going to start, Neuer or Ter Stegen? It's got to be Neuer. Got to be Neuer. Gonna stick with Neuer for a while. Yeah. They have. I think they have beef, or they did have beef, didn't they? Like about. No, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. whoever starts for Germany is the keeper you put in because I think they're both. <laughs> got to be Neuer. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Neuer, and then two center backs. Are we? Is Van Dyke going to be healthy? They they don't know. They don't know. So don't pick him because. Okay, we won't pick him. I think you gotta go Ruben Diaz. Diaz and Ramos for me. Yeah, I was thinking Diaz Ramos as well. Yeah, maybe maybe Varane, but I think Ramos is still probably better than him. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And yeah. then uh, left back. I'm I taking Luke Shaw to be honest. Luke I, don't, I don't think Luke Shaw is <laughs> any one of us at the moment. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Like I'm talking. I, I gotta stick Andy. I gotta say I think his ability is a little better, but. Yeah, Scotland's getting yeah, in terms of like all time, like player really, it's got to be Robinson this season. Luke Shaw, but you have I'm, to start one guy. Who are you starting out? I'm taking Andy over everything, but I mean Luke Shaw's been better this season. I got to go Andy as well, Zach. Yeah, I'll go Andy. No, <laughs> he's, he's so good. Like he's, he's slipped under my radar this season. To be honest, I'm not. I'm really not seeing a lot from Andy. <laughs> this season, this season he hasn't been like he's he been, been great, but like he's been the most consistent. Yeah, but he hasn't well, been standout. What Rashford does against him in the uh, in the group stage when England plays Scotland, that's gonna be a good game. 
Yeah. I'm just surprised over Luke Shaw's fitness, like because he's like Burger King or something. He eats like five burgers a day. Yeah, right. Just, just bring it down <laughs> in pencil because we might need to erase that one a little later. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So getting getting to the to the right back position, I'm still all aboard the Zhao Cancelo trade. No, I was like, you were gonna say. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I, I just need like you guys to give me another nominee that can ke- that can compete. I, I mean, would think Pavard. The guy plays for Bayern and France. He's just a natural winner. And I mean that I still have dreams about the goal he scored against Argentina. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. I, I would take Pavard. I I really like Pavard. I I mean I've only really watched him when he scored that against Argentina. So I think he's the greatest right back of all time. (laughs) (laughs) I just think Cancelo looks good because he's so silky. Yeah, well, he also plays for City. Honestly, I I yeah, like he he's such a pet player. He's the most stereotypical pet player. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so you guys are are both going Pavard. I'll go on Pavard. Write him down. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> you think you think Pavard's a better player than Reese James? Yes. Yes. Okay, that was pretty quick. I mean, how much? Well, I, think I would take Trent, but I just think Trent only fits in Liverpool's system. How yeah, much? I mean, Bayern uh, Munich. If they didn't think Pavard was the best right back in the world, they'd go buy the best <laughs> right back in the world. Yeah. That's same as City, though. Same as City. Well, yeah, but they were, they've already got, like, too many of them. They already got the best right back in the world. That's why they don't need him. Okay, yeah. anyways, well, we put Pavard in. We put Pavard in. Um, Kimmich. Kimmich. Yeah. Kimmich, Kimmich, no debate. Kimmich. What a fucking good. What a fucking player. I'd say Conte, Conte would come second. So. He's been good. I don't – Matty, he's been really good in the last yeah, three months. consistently start for, for – for, this Chelsea side. I need him to. I need him to get. He's been good, but I mean, Kovacic. I don't think Conte will start for France. To be honest, who do you think is a mid- midfield three for France? I I think okay. Honestly, most underrated player in like one of the most underrated players in world football. I think, and Don Bele. I think this guy is so quality, man. This guy is oh, the way the way he plays is just so fun to watch. I think he's a good player, but he plays for Spurs, so automatic now. I would I would start Conte, Pogba, and Don Bele. Yeah, they might need someone a little more attacking minded there. Maybe like a Taliso or Aurore instead of a Don Bele. Yeah. But I, I could see yeah. it too. Yeah, yeah, no. I yeah, I they got so, so many options. For the combined team, I think Pogba's gotta have a spot in it. I mean that performance against Spurs in the second half was nothing short of magical. That was. Do we throw Pogba into this team? Like Do we throw I would. Yeah. I'd say Pogba, Kimmich, and uh, I'll have to think of whoever I want with them. But I think. Pogba's you know what, Maddie? You know what? I don't. I don't even want to hear it. The third midfielder is so easy. We're not even. We're just penciling him in. We haven't even talked about him yet, but. We're penciling him in. I already have him in. You're saying Henderson. We're gonna have problems. Mark Noble, I think. Oh, it's Kevin. Mark Noble. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you say? Kevin the Goat. Oh yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I thought you were gonna oh. put Henderson or something stupid. Oh, you guys didn't. Okay, I I thought I thought I thought you guys caught him, but no. Let's <laughs> talk about him a little bit. We got a against Leicester, bro. Yeah. They actually came. Like that was so nutty. Ten words. That's what he's yeah. saying. No, but Pogba for France is quality. Oh, yeah, Pogba's in. Pogba's in. Pretty, pretty United. It's either the best player in the league or like the worst player I've ever seen. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, he's very hit or miss. But like you know, he's capable of being like literally top three in the league, if not like top ten in the world. Because every game he tries the craziest stuff, and if it works out, he looks unbelievable. And when it yeah, exactly, doesn't... exactly. But for Fred, he's sending balls to Mbappe. It's really it's hard to mess yeah. that up. So that's yeah. why it looks so good. <laughs> I'm just staring at Benjamin Pavard's name on this sheet of paper. <laughs> I'm, I'm second guessing myself on that. Like, what are you guys talking about? I, I'm, I'm definitely better than Ken the fact that This is going on the internet. I'm second guessing myself. Okay. I don't know. I love Pavard wasn't even mentioned. That's two different times at the Euros. XI is locked in. No problem. The thing is, no, the thing is, there's no standout like quality, quality yeah. right back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, has been good for like half the season. He has yeah. been so good. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna we're, we're moving on. We're moving on. You here. brought it back up. Um. Yeah, I did bring it back up because I was <laughs> outraged. But there's three more spots left. Um, and I don't know. How do you want to do this? I think we gotta go. We can't just play three number nines. This is so hard. This one. I is think Norway in. <laughs> I, I still wouldn't put Holland in though. I Dude, know. I love Holland, man. I, I love Holland. You could you could make an argument. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think Ronaldo gets in. I think it's I think Mbappe is a lock. Yeah, Mbappe. I actually agree with the Ronaldo. There's Lewandowski's a lock. There's Lewandowski, Kane, and Ronaldo. Uh, and Mbappe, Mbappe gets in before Ronaldo. One of those four has to go. Probably, probably at the moment. And in this. Well, we need. Are we gonna get two wingers and one one number nine, one striker? Are Play we... like two forwards and one winger. Honestly, if, no if you've got Kane, Lewandowski, and Mbappe, they'll figure it out. You know, yeah. we need to tell them something. They'll they'll work yeah. out what they're doing up there. Yeah. So we're putting Kane, Lewandowski, and Mbappe. Right in behind them, or actually, we'll, we'll play Kane a little behind and then play Mbappe up there. Just play three strikers at once. Yeah, no, vertical line and just say, just whipping balls up to them, and they'll, yeah. they'll figure out what to do from there. I would go, yeah, I go, dude, the, but to make an actual proper team, I'd have Mbappe off the left, either Kane or Lewandowski. I literally can't make my mind up who's better. I would say, like, well, Lewandowski's numbers are. Better over the last few seasons, but and like yeah, he wins stuff. But uh, Kane is better playmaker. But uh, off the right, who would you guys have off the right? You just toss Ronaldo out there or something. <laughs> yeah, just toss one of the goats. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, I feel like you'd have to just toss Ronaldo on the right. He's still pretty good. I'm trying yeah. to think. I'm trying. There's to think. not many great right wingers in. Uh, I'd have Lucas Mora, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Are you silly? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm joking. Um, um, dare I say, Mark? What about Nabry? He's a shout. There's Nabry's a shout. He's. I wouldn't put him there, but I say he's a shout. He's not the shout, but he is a shout. In it. What are you guys saying? Look at all like our full team, and the right side is Pavard and Rashford. <laughs> place. Who has Rashford in there? I, I just threw out his name. I thought we were just <laughs> no. He can't play off the right. He's shite off the right. He can, okay, no, we're just talking about a winger. We just need another winger. I think... Chupu Moteng, I would say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, let's just let's just keep it at Lewandowski, Kane, and Mbappe and let them figure yeah, it out. You can't have Kane and Lewandowski and Mbappe. That would be the worst <laughs> dynamic ever. 
Okay. Okay. Well, I don't think those guys would be able to figure it out. You have Mbappe and one or the other of Kane and Lewandowski. This is this is this is genuinely what I would do. I'd go Neuer, Dias Ramos, Rabo, and we did Pavard, whatever. Kimmich, I'd go Pogba, Gundogan, De Bruyne, and then I'd go Kane, Lewandowski. I would I would take out Mbappe and put in Gundogan or like another. Yeah, I could actually. I don't know who I'd put on the right. That's not bad. I feel like I'm missing an obvious option, but I'm blanking. Yeah. 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 Marco Royce. Triple yeah, voting. No, not Royce. He passed. It could be a shout if you want like an actual right winger, but I don't think he's We gotta be missing someone. There's well let's think. Okay, England's right winger, let's say Foden or whatever. Uh, Who's yeah, who's Belgium's? Eden Hazard, it plays off the left. Yeah, but he yeah, off the left. But he's also like a Fat wreck injury from I don't know. Thorgan right? plays on the right. Thorgan's well, we're, tell me we're not discussing Thorgan Hazard in a <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Why are we discussing this guy's name? Right Thorgan Hazard, who said that? <laughs> That's a shocking thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! world class. I thought it something like Marco Asensio. No, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wait, what about what about Tiago in the midfield? Actually, I, I guess he's kind of mentioned. But... <laughs> I can't even. I can't even support that right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we need to break the ludicrous. Tiago, what is Greece. Yeah. Um, uh, no, not agree with it. Can everyone say, just pick one. Isman Dembele? No, 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 no. I would, I would take Bernardo Silva out right then. Actually, yeah, honestly, yeah. There. Because he's in shock. I love Bernardo Silva. He's class. You could play Mbappe out there, no problem. Yeah, play Mbappe out there. Just do it. And then put some, put like Sterling, or sorry, Rash. I, I don't I don't think Rash I think Rasher can be in this discussion comfortably. I think so. Oh no. no. Why? Why Hazard? I feel like we just kind of skipped over that. Hazard's Hazard's passed it. Hazard's always been pretty fucking shit. Thorgan? <laughs> What's wrong with Thorgan? No, Eden. I'm talking about Eden. I'm talking about Thorgan. Thorgan. <laughs> yeah. Good no. shoot Bellingham in the midfield, I think. Dude. Oh, he would we totally glazed no. over. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna mention him. He's regularly been getting time with Dortmund, and yeah. I, he uh, might still be a bit young, but for the experience, he'd, he'd be interesting to bring. But again, it's it's just too many players who are so close, and it's gonna yeah. be tough. Yeah, so I think let's let's end the episode there. Um, we're just closing in on on our time here, but um, awesome episode. I, I I really enjoyed talking about the Euros. And I'm sure we'll have another one before the tournament starts, um, or or even during the tournament. But We're locks as well for you guys. Yeah, betters around here. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll give you guys some locks. Um, oh, bro, some some serious one point twos. Honestly, Hammer Sweden plus fifty four hundred. <laughs> Ebra's back. I don't know. <laughs> Do some damage. No, but. Yeah, I I don't know. That's gonna be such an interesting group to watch. So we'll have to stay tuned. Um, but yeah, no. So so coming back with the with the with the outro. Thanks again, guys, for for listening. Um, we'll have this one out on Tuesday, hopefully before 
the Champions League ties at 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, wherever you're watching from. Shout out to Maddie and Evan for joining us again. Thanks again. Um, we'll see you guys next time. See ya. See ya.